uh, I'll have to go message Team England. <laughs> Guys, look at this again. <laughs>
or like mortgaging it rather than investing into more tan because you yes. have the three men's car ups, which can are probably for just doing some early missions because they are zero OC. So, yeah. and their lowering OC of opponents can sometimes come into play, but you need to survive. Yes, and they just don't. Uh, usually, yeah, I can imagine they're only really there for secondary play. So, over so overlooking the kind of list, it's interesting. Without the veil in the Lich Garden, without multiple satans, it then ends up being is this list going to struggle to score a little bit? I know he's put a couple of little things in there, but say the Lich Guard have to deploy, and that's kind of where they are. They're not fast, and one of them has a veil. If you shoot yeah, them suddenly, you they can be faster. Yes, true. Um, <clears throat> but then again, that's always been one of the downsides of Necrons at the moment is they're a little bit slow for scoring, so this list maybe will struggle a little bit with that. Obviously, the bear, the bones of it is great, and the Doomsdays obviously add some ranged fire that some of the others don't have, uh, and a bit of more offensive capability. But yeah, again, like reroll wounds, sometimes you can fish for mortal wounds and actually those yeah. they can kill as bigger units, etc. Mm. But now I'd be interested to see how this does. I'd normally see it a little bit more scoring orientated. But this might be if he if he had more heavy destroyers, I could maybe see this being a little bit more early put forward and maybe taking a lighter yeah. table. Our uh, Necrons are basically remove the Transitan, get another hex mark and more destroyers. Yeah. And that's kind of the same list. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And one thing that just baffles me when I looked through the list, there is no coronal, which I think in a list that has three doomsdays is just great because suddenly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that mm. one. I'll go through the lists to make sure that I didn't skip it, but I, yeah, they have Veil for plus plus and stealth, so you cannot take fourth enhancement. And they skipped Coronal, which I think is quite great if you invest into shooting, hmm. because suddenly those Doomsdays are hitting, they have plus one to hit, etc. because this is dumb, they count as having a character attached. Yeah. Uh, so, so, and some of the stratagems in Necron's index actually perform way better when we when they count as having a character. Mm. So, this is one thing that just raises my brow. Like, interesting. Is yeah. that stealth that much of a change on that Leech Guard squad? Then, like. Sure, it changes a little bit, but you have the other squad who, which doesn't have stealth. Yeah. Like, and if you do not want them to be seen by shooting, like, I think... I don't mind having a stealth on Lich Guard, but not having Coronals feels like a little bit weird because Hexmark with Coronal can just be there to buff stuff and still be a Hexmark. So yes. That's one thing that I'm not sold on. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like, like we said earlier, it's got everything you kind of want, but then some of the little tech choices are interesting. But I'd have to just see maybe what he's trying to do with some of the options he's taking. Yeah, but it can be like a defender list. It can still win sure. against some armies. Like, some armies just cannot shift it. And no. if you cannot... 
is basically what we mentioned in previous episodes. It is kind of a stat trick. If you cannot kill a Lich Guard squad as an army, those two squads will just push you and push you off the board. Eventually, Unless yeah. you have some other ways of handling it, like with the horde that Ozzy's brought, right? That basically blocks your movement, etc. But yes. if you cannot handle it in any way, either killing or like blocking and stuff, this will just kill you. Even though like their damage output is not great, but damage output over time will just whittle you down, especially yes. with Doomsdays included into the mix. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, moving forward, this is another version of Custodis that is different than what we've seen, even though like we're joking that there's five or six units in that codex. Mm -hmm. You only have one blade chop, one shield captain, two times nine guard with Vexilla, and total of four shields, so three shields, Vexilla, and five spears, two times four men guard with Vexilla and shield, four prosecutors, two times three Alarus, and three wardens. So it's like similar to some extent to what we mentioned in German list, because German yes. took like a lot of smaller units. And here we also have a lot of smaller units with like the free free wardens, etc. They had more guard and more characters mm -hmm. in exchange of the bigger guard squads essentially. Yeah. But, but the big guard squads can threaten a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. So what's your take on the army on this choice? Yeah, again, yeah, it's very, it's similar to the German version where he's dropped three characters. The other guy had two shield caps, two blade champions, and... Um, Trajan. Trajan, thank you. And this has gone for, well, yeah, I can swap every one of those characters for basically four dudes in those guard units. Uh, is the I oh, so the one shield yeah. So the only thing sometimes four shields is nice for survivability, but it reduces your damage. I think it's too bit. much. I think four is too much. Yeah, especially when the Vexilla doesn't have the combat weapon either. It then ends up being has he got only what four spears in a unit? You have five spears. I mentioned that Vexilla is included in one of those shields. Ah right, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. With the best of us. Um, okay, yeah, five. Yeah. Again, this is. I would maybe prefer this in some ways because you can push those big blocks, and from there, you have a better chance of, if you clear something off an objective, if your opponent then tries to retaliate, you might actually have a lot more on the objective still to hold the objective than you would do, say, with a four man unit with a. And you still would kill the guard, like the shield guys first anyway. Exactly. So losing them, because you are bound with such footprint of a unit, you are bound to lose some guys on the way. So exactly, it yeah. might be actually like, it might be actually fine when it comes to playtesting and we might not have played it enough to think that it might be a wrong choice. Yes, for sure. No, I, I don't think the four shields is necessarily a wrong choice because this these big blocks have a lot more staying power because I, I presume most of the time the two characters are going in the two blocks. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those... The other version had all the characters in, so sometimes are the characters really offering more than, say, adding four or five guys, with normally I'm going to guess about four guys. 
So then it ends, well, maybe not four guys, three guys. Um, there's, again, a case of why do you have three Mandalara squads instead of two Mandalaras? What's the breakpoint? What are we missing? Uh, mm. Yeah. With, I will be happy to learn that when we actually be at the event. There might there must be something for it. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there's a... Yeah, either it's because it gives you enough OC, it's enough attacks to kill something in particular, or if it's just a case of it's enough to not get overwatched, to be... If you deep strike two in, one dies from an overwatch, and you're not actually now one man either does nothing now. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah, interestingly, no uh, assassin or smaller squads. I know he's got the four prosecutors, but not a lot of small chaff to help out with the list. Definitely a lot more. It's actually big it, infantry blocks that are going to have to do most of it. And that's something that we'll get to later. I think France used the agents in a wrong way when I looked out all the lists. I think they should have actually put them in custodies, I think, mm -hmm. instead of how they use it, but we'll get to that later. Sure. So this is another list of custodies. I think it has the same good matchups, basically the same bad matchups. It might be slightly better into some of them, but I don't think it is necessarily a big swing into how it performs. No. Nope. So... Moving on, you want to take this one? Sure, Thousand Suns. So we have Aramon uh, on disc, uh, Exalted Sorcerer on disc, Magnus. Uh, interestingly, this one's got three Sorcerers, uh, a unit of 10 Rubik's with Flamers, 10 5 5 Rubik's with Bolters, single Rhino, two Vortex Mutilus Beasts, and then three units of three Zangor Enlightened. So what's quite nice in this one is he's actually got three sorcerers. So he's interestingly, he hasn't necessarily gone for the same amount of damage output with the Infernal Masters, uh, who I think help Rubik squads quite a lot, um, especially with the, the enhanced one, giving you the extra damage and strength. And But then for that, he swapped out some much more survivability with having three sorcerers. So you can't shoot them three within 18 inches. Yeah. 18 inches low knobs. Yeah, so he can either plonk those in the 10-man units, or he can have a couple of the five-man units. Assuming there is one rhino, I see the flamers being in that rhino and the bolter squads being on board with sorcerers. Yeah, most likely, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the flamer unit will probably have Aramin in it, and then the exalted on disc is just doing his usual thing. On his own. Yeah. And then three units of Zangor Enlightened are quite useful. They're just 12-inch movers to help you do secondaries. They're quite cheap now. They're 45. 45 points is a steal. Yeah. yeah. They're very good, yeah. And they have an inbun, which is kind of useful still. Uh, might do. I can't I don't, I'm not sure about that. But... <clears throat> Maybe they don't now. Um, but yeah, 45 points for a 12-inch moving unit. Even though Fly is not great anymore, that's still... I don't think they have an infantry keyword like a exalted on disc does. Yeah, uh, I think so as well, but I'll double check that one. Again, having a single rhino is super useful to how... Because these kind of lists are quite difficult to actually fully deploy and fully deploy effectively sometimes because having, what, 
30, 32 mil bases plus monsters plus Magnus, it starts adding up to where you can really start putting units effectively because Thousand Suns, while do have the double move, not everything's double moving. So sometimes units are slower. Uh, so yeah, the Rhino certainly helps with that. And the way 10th works now where you can get out at the end of your movement and then double move with Thousand Suns is super useful to get them into really great positions. Uh, yeah. And just for clarification, Sangers have six in six up, like okay. they used to. Something, yeah. Not terrible. And they also have the runaway if something comes with night. So mm. still yeah. can but they do not have infantry keyword, they are mounted. So sure. if something has poison suddenly because they are on disk, it doesn't work because for some reason, yeah. Because of time. Yeah. Basically, the best counter against a poison weapon is actually having four legs, apparently. So. Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, two Vortex pieces is an interesting choice. Uh, they're good. They are very good. It just... It's whether you needed multiple. Usually you can some list or play them as hiding one and just to boost some ranges. And then can kind of like come out later on and harass a flank or something. Well, like the flank that it's on. Uh, well, say so the Australian list we talked about the other day had three, so I'd imagine he's using them much more offensively to get some damage done. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we've talked about thousands of them. Go listen to our previous episodes to learn more about thousands of them. Good. Good plug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we've got next list, which is a very interesting take on Chaos Space Marines, in my opinion, because when we were talking about Chaos Space Marines, we were mentioning how many oblies are you actually taking? Hmm. And suddenly they decided that, and I'm double checking what I just wrote, they decided that they don't want any oblis in their list because their yeah. list consists of Abaddon, Stifer, 10 Cultists of Nergal, 2 Spawns of Nergal, 10 Terminators of Nergal, 3 Undivided Forge Fiends, 5 uh, Raptors of Nergal, not Raptors, uh, 3 Flamers, Kairos, Blue Scribes, and Changeling. So it's way heavier on loan ops, which, by the way, I think that having more than two loan ops, unless you are playing a horde like Aussies do, yeah. is actually not that useful because a lot of armies will actually push you. So maybe that one loan op on the board is actually really useful. Maybe that second one will have a use if you are playing more aggressive playstyle, which I think this list will try to do with the Terminators. I'm not like food sold. Yeah, so I guess some of the tricks he's going to try and do is he's got Cypher and Keros, so he's got double vect. And because they're both different abilities, you can actually stack them. So you can get to a point where for some armies you can make their 2CP strat a 4CP strat if you, if you really wanted to. So well, it messes with the being finally balanced. Exactly. Then it becomes, a, oh, actually, I can't. But then again, has he actually taken enough stuff to necessarily capitalize on some of that? He's got some decent board control with the Terminators. Abaddon's very good. I don't quite get the spawn. They're okay. Yeah, I, I would much bad. rather have Rhino. Yeah, or just anything else. Uh, the only the little, you're losing some of the units off Chaos because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in a in the detachment, they obviously have no access to any of the demon strategy stratagems. So yes. Keros's ability to uh, any Zinch unit within six inches that uses a strat roll above the game turn, I'm 
guessing you pretty much can never do that, except for maybe CP rerolls mm. or which good yeah, luck himself doing that. Yeah, it's like cool. okay, yeah, it's, it's nowhere as nowhere near as useful in say a normal demon list. Three loan operatives. Is Does it cool, mention but... Zinge demons because or just uh... Zinge? Because then you could actually use it on like Terminators and Abaddon, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's some trick like you, but are you ever playing the Zinge strat? I mean, in that case, you can, but. You could. You could use it free early on. Uh, I'm just checking this ability. Uh, the any Zinch Legions demonic unit. Yeah. So, yeah, so no. Yeah, it's only it's only demons. So it's yeah, it's anything on himself, flamers, changeling, blue scribes. Um, yeah, and much more damage output centered around those forge fiends, which mm -hmm. all of them are undivided to get those full rerolls. Yes, yeah, they're gonna have to do a lot of the work in this list. Um, uh, Raptors are great. I actually really, I think they're an underrated unit. Granted, we took three units of them. Uh, they're very fast. Uh, I'm surprised you went Nurgle, not Slanesh, but I guess it's trying to keep them alive. Um, yeah, like you say, three loan ops is an interesting choice. I guess the Terminators can kind of block you off getting to certain parts of the board. Uh, if he pushes the Terminators, he could go his home center, maybe, and his left field objective, or with a loan op on them then make it quite difficult to actually take some of those objectives off. Uh, but Noah Blitz is a very, very interesting choice. Yeah, I'm not really sold on it. I think this army will yeah. really need more board choice. So yeah. I think this might be some kind of a later or early defender that will just say, okay, if I take away Eldar or GSC, we are fine with it to some extent. Yeah, even just if you could have found the space, I don't know, dropping the spawn, the raptors, one of the lone ops, just to even put like one four mana blit unit in, yeah. would have just like okay, I can see what they're trying to do. It puts them, but then it's yeah. difficult. And to be... for the listeners, I will a little bit expand a little bit on this. I think having one unit with an option to actually indirect fire and be that rapid ingress any point of the board actually shooting you unit is something that is a huge benefit for you when it comes to game plan because it forces your opponent to make some choices that you otherwise do not have to make and yeah. those four obliterators are way more, more of a threat compared to like a forge fiend which is not that great into every kind of a opposing unit that it will face whilst oblits due to the, how their flesh metal guns are done this edition are actually very versatile. So I think having any unit like obliterators or anything that is just a threat, constant threat, is worth having in your list. Definitely, yeah. But again, I'm interested to see how this does. It's very unique. Uh, yeah. I like it. It looks yeah. cool as an army, but yeah, I don't know where necessarily it stands competitively. Yeah. Yeah. So moving forward do you want to take this one now yeah so we have guard plus agents so we have uh king leonidas whatever his actual name is uh a command squad 
two engineers, uh, Creed, two units of ten infantry. Oh, yeah, I did say it with God. Uh, two units of three Bulgarin, and then we have the artillery section. Two Earthshaker battery, three Manticores, two Rogal Dawns, two single scouts, and a Calidus. Okay. So before we get into guard overall, let me just preface the part about having Calidus. Hmm. I think in guard, you don't benefit that much from her having Calidus or her movement around the board because, first of all, if you want, you can get the enhancement to actually increase the CP cost of something. You have access to cheap units if you want to, like Sentinels at, and similar stuff. And third of all, you have access to Gaunt Ghosts, yeah. which have the redeploy and loan up. So having Kalidus in guard, I think, is taking away her abilities from other armies, which will benefit from it more, while the guard could still take them. And now on to. Yeah, so like if we're talking about, say, the Custode list, it might have been more beneficial in the Custode list to have lost that small warden unit for a Kalidus and maybe an Exactor squad or whatever they're called um, to actually help him with a little bit more scoring. But yeah, so this guard list, it's an interesting one. I've not particularly seen how well Rogal Dawns do at the moment. I thought they struggled a little bit with line of sight, movement, and those kind of things. Yeah, the new terrain rules with you having to be wholly within change yeah. a lot because they're, they're not small they're big tanks uh and the damage felt when you look at it it feels quite good but then again some of it's melter so it's short range and it's the no, lower strength melter the guns not got super high ap if i remember correctly yeah it's a it's like high damage but not great ap um it the list feels a little bit light on the board control aspect Unless he's relying on the Rogal Dawns doing quite a lot of it. Um, two Which single scouts. They can scout. with Engine Sears. Like, Engine so, Sears can actually buff them and make them way more resilient on the board. Yeah, and Creed makes them minus one damage, yeah. Uh, no, Strut. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, you can use that on uh, from Creed, but yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the just FAQ then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, you can make them minus one damage, etc. So, only two Earthshaker batteries and three Manticores. It's good and uh, out of line. Of, uh, sorry, indirect. But regardless, that I've seen that have been doing quite well, just kind of maximize the indirect aspect. And I think our guard has eight indirect batteries. Nine. Think... Yeah. 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 Uh, Obviously, so it's biased maybe towards our meta, but it just it's that scariness of you just can't hide from this list. It will like if it's get you. Yeah, it can get you, yeah. You can run, uh, but you cannot hide. <laughs> You'll just die tired. Uh Bulgarin are great, they're fantastic. Uh, I'd imagine they're just to help push out a little bit and score. Yeah. Infantry useful for screening. Uh yeah, he hasn't got he hasn't got anything to push GSC back, he hasn't got the twelve inch deep strikers. Um, yeah, I, I just I'm, I haven't seen Rogal Dawns on the table enough to comment on how good they are or not. We could be missing, and they are like 500 something points, they're expensive, yeah, yeah. Whereas you might look at, say, one of the I think you guys tried it out at some point. The super heavy was nice yeah. with the transport capacity, might have been a more 
better shot choice because it has the um but then Titanic. it requires a board choice Way yes more. yeah so... for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Well, decent guardless might be a waste of agents because like you say guard don't really need it but yeah it'll, yeah. it'll pretty... that's the only thing that i don't really like mm. i think the agents are a waste in the team cope a little bit yeah and now for the spicy thing the black yeah 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 so we have black templars operated by Olivier, who was playing Salamanders, is the only player last year, so he likes to be the snowflake. <laughs> Hi, Olivier, if you're listening to this one. Uh, so they have Grimaldus, two chaplains on jetpacks, one with Sigismund Seal, 20 Primaris Crusaders, two times Assault Squads, two times three Inceptors with Assault Bolters, one Lad Speeder, two times five Scouts, and two Whirlwinds. And so... For this army, on paper, it looks like you have three blocks and support, which is true. But what is hiding underneath is the best close combat units in the game. Because unless you actually go through the strats and the absurd amount of combinations you have there with lethal hits, sustained hits, on, and critical hits on five up, suddenly it happens that Having all those attacks with oaths of moment and plus one to wound from chaplain, etc., etc. I think when I've done the calc, uh, actually, one of the guys from our community done the calc. I've done it at first, and I didn't realize they can get critical hits on fives. And then when you calculate it, I think 10-man Assault Squad with all the buffs off of moments, etc., CP spent, etc., kill every unit in the game You we think about. Oh, okay. Every, <laughs> every single unit. You just mention a unit now, like, okay, cool, 20 Necron Warriors, die, dead, 10 Lich Guard, dead, 10 Rave Guard, dead. Max There's, Warden unit? Uh, they, that one you do not kill because you die. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. I wasn't talking about necessarily with the fight first, but even even wardens with a yeah. character and yeah. pop the filler pain, minus one damage, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, they kill ten nice. Deathwing knights, so I think they kill also that warden unit. Uh, yeah, they're killing Deathwing knights. They're killing wardens. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll have to go message <laughs> Team England <laughs> guys. Look at this again. <laughs> so. This is something that if someone doesn't know, so sorry, Oliver, for spoiling a little bit of it, uh, this will surprise people. Mm. But there are a few issues with such an army because it is very dependent on the squads coming to combat with their full strength. Yeah, Those thresholds will drop significantly if they get down to like six models, etc. So then you do not kill enough and then you die on a clapback because you're only effectively 11 Marines. And there are some choices because chaplains will be in those assault squads. Like that just makes sense. And Grimaldus joining Crusaders actually means they cannot scout because he doesn't have scout. Yes. That's so, so that's a choice. But that big unit still, I think, is like 70 attacks from chain swords that can get all those buffs as well. So it is good, but there are like issues with such a melee because 
the damage output if all of the models get in, etc., is out of this world. Like now, only unit that was comparable in their melee potential was Raveguard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I don't think is a fair comparison. No. So, but this army will require very good positioning to make sure that all of your models will actually get to strike because this addition is not as easy with all the base to base, etc. You can get, if you, for example, are standing just behind the wall that the first models can get through the wall, then suddenly second second line cannot fight. Mm -hmm. So there are ways to outplay this that do not abuse the you cannot block the charge rule because yes. rules as written, you get to charge, but you cannot get into base to base because there is a wall. Mm -hmm. So there are those things that you can work around it. Obviously, if your role is like 12 in charge, it doesn't matter. But sure. there are some ways to work around it. So this is something that will catch people off guard. And I and I love it. Like I love how Olivier actually always finds something out there that doesn't look like much. And then suddenly when playing against like a Death Star style list, it will be insanely effective. So, and then you also have those small squads like Inceptors, Landspeeders, etc., to do the regular mission scoring. That's the discussion we had about Inceptors in Death Watch, mm -hmm. as like a good scorers bringing some points from actually just deep striking and doing some stuff. So, sure. overall, great list. I love it. I think it is in like top three of my favorite lists of the event because it gives me a vibe of like four fifth edition black templars oh 100 yeah yeah it it, re it reminds <laughs> me of like some kind of black templars blood angels from like four fifth which were like melee centric and even the models that are played only inceptors actually weren't played back then so mm. it, oh yeah, yeah. well because they then. weren't uh, so there's two weird wins as a choice of indirect i overall think this list is just meant to counter any Death Stars like Tetrons. Uh, they will, if Eldar doesn't know how to play, they will be very unpleasantly surprised when those boys just come in and kill that avatar or anything on the middle objective or Wraith Knight and it suddenly just dies. But obviously yeah. Wraith Knight can play around it with killing enough in Overwatch, right? But <laughs> there are you need to be aware of it when playing into it. And I don't think you can always play around it. But yeah. That's, Your takes? I, I know that you've learned some. Today, but maybe oh, yeah. I'm 100% going to go and study this list afterwards. Be like, ah, oh, this is cool. This is what this does. This thing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to think what its matrix is. Because, like you say, it should theoretically smash. Custodes, but because Custodes can fight first, it probably doesn't. You, you can't go through you this. Um, Necrons, I guess if they don't have enough shooting, you can get through to them, but pretty much full of strength. And actually, charging big units is probably better for this list. Like you say, you're struggling to maybe bring all your attacks to bear sometimes. That um, might be a reason why he has Inceptor Bolters as well, to kill Chop and possibly. smaller units. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Because I was wondering why he had bolters over the... Uh... Obviously, I know I mean, in the Death Watch... Still, the still not bad. Sustained, mm -hmm. sustained hits, too, is a thing. Yeah. So. It's good, yeah. 
but no, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Uh, yeah, if it bullies everybody else in the combat, that does open up its pairing. Uh, I just worry a little bit. Death Watch with indirect, probably very annoying for this. Uh, Guard is unplayable. Yeah, because you just there. He's got 40 Marines, effectively. Um, it's maybe a little bit more annoying, I guess, if it goes first. Whirlwinds are actually not... Uh, Whirlwinds. Whirlwinds are okay at killing, like, carriages-type things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Guard will probably have a pretty fun time against this. Uh, I'd imagine this drags Knights down. Pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I no, CSM, you, if CSM has more obliterators, it will also be like decent into this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd wager. A ten of lit list will just go cool. I've killed half of it now. You charge something, and then I shoot the rest because it's come out to play. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see what its matrix is like. Obviously, the offensive capabilities is very, very high. It's just where the... Yeah, I think you'd have to play a lot of games, like you say, get positioning correctly, because it seems like a nice, a great, phenomenal, cool-looking idea. I just don't know how it works in practice some of the time. Yeah. And it might be difficult to despair correctly, because it has... Some matchups like it probably has different good matchups compared to Death Watch, mm -hmm. but it has also different bad matchups. And I'm not yet sure whether those bad matchups are outnumbered the good matchups after the list submission. That's yes. the caveat because we always waste need to like think about those armies in a vacuum of the local meta that is played within certain country, mm -hmm. and they might just be playing something wildly different that compared to what we are used to. And sure. uh, one caveat, there's three whirlwinds, actually. Ah, okay, cool. That's kind of nice. I did. One got lost when I was scrolling. So, okay, now moving forward. Yeah. Go on, <laughs> your time. Uh, Eldar, again, uh, for those listening. Autark, Farseer, Illic, Spirit Seer, Night Spinner, five Spectres, five Spiders, five Spiders, ten Wraith Guard, Two Wraith Knights. This is this was very similar to Manny's original list, uh, but yeah, it's the Wraith Guard with double Wraith Knights. It's I think it's one of the most powerful versions of the Eldar list. I think double Wraith Knights, personally, the way you would go, and then the Wraith Guard bomb. Even though it took them hit before, it was just obnoxious, but now it's it's still just really good. Um, Nightspin is a nice choice, but he obviously hasn't got uh, Yunkan to really capitalize, I guess, on some indirect. But yeah, having some indirect is useful quite a lot of the time. Uh, Illic, Lone Op. Spectres, one of my favorite units. I've just painted 15 of them. I like the models, and they're just great units. Uh, Spiders, again, fantastic. Uh, it's Eldar. What do you want? Like the Leeds GT is happening right now, and the final four is Elder, 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 Death Watch. And yeah, what a surprise! Yeah. He's just one of them. Yeah, he played the Death Watch, and he's, he's in the final round now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, Elder, everyone's favorite. And now, <laughs> oh, everyone's up another thing. army, which is not a surprise, 
Although yeah. there are a little bit of a difference when it comes to their eighth army, which is GSC, mm. which has Biophagus with Aberrant. But if I remember correctly, they... Ah, okay, they took Infiltration or it was just on another page. So it has Biophagus with Infiltration, Clamabus to Nexus, only two Primus instead of regular three Primus, which you see in most lists. Sure. Two Saboteurs, uh, and, uh, as, but no Vect on them. Okay. So, so he doesn't have Vect. Uh, he chose the other three Enhancements. Four times ten demolition charge bombs of acolytes, and only fifty seismic neos, yeah. and two mortar reed runners. Mm -hmm. so, so it is like a version that decided to basically the cookie cutter list has twenty demo hybrids less, and has like a primus. Some uh, five hybrids and I think twenty more neos. That's something you see the most at the event. So when I look at it, I see like a pattern in their whole team composition, and that is they expect a lot of Death Stars. Sure, running yeah. around like Custodies, Lich Guard, etc., where those demo charges are way more effective. Hundred mm -hmm. percent. So. And I think not only this list, when you look at the other list, they are, there's a pattern they were preparing for, like Death Star style armies. Yes, yeah, that is how the meta shifted towards the end of our testing period, or everybody's testing period, I guess. Uh, yeah, only two Primus is an interesting choice. They're just so... Units without them just feel so much less... Yeah, effective. they are great for multiplayer. Yeah, they are really good. good. Yeah, and then like yeah, twenty twenty ten, the list doesn't scream tons of like I don't want to say throwaway units, but as in like more little things to score with. It always felt a little bit with the other versions that you maybe had like just slightly better scoring. But yeah, this is. It's, I don't think it changes that much. <laughs> no, oh no, sorry, I've just reread it. Yeah, it's actually it's almost exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. it's got some. It's just different units. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's still the same old GSC. It's going to lob bombs at you because Space Marines have had thousands of years to develop good weapons, but nothing's better than a load of TNT strapped together thrown by a dude before. And hours. some road signs to smash people's faces. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Fantastic. GSC. Lovely. So what's your take on the whole team composition and how do you feel about it? Yeah, so when as you look through, you look at the eight... I think we've done this with pretty much all the other ones. What big armies do we think they didn't take? And to be honest, I don't think they missed any of the like common top armies, unless I'm forgetting one. Uh, some interesting choices. They like like you said at the start, they seem to have all what we would kind of consider the top armies, and then they just have some interesting choices in them. Like that CSM demons list. It's quite interesting having no obliterators when that's clearly one of the strongest units in the codex. Uh, I'd be interested to see how well that does. The guard, it's an interesting guard list. I haven't seen many other lists with Rogal Dawns, or at least this one's got double Rogal Dawn, with slightly less indirect 
slightly less like little guys walking around. Uh, and then they've kind of used the assassin there, which was maybe an intro interesting choice, taking it away from custodes. Uh, the custod list is more blocky than others. It's great. That's actually a good list. Thousand Sons, he's gone for the more sorcerers, so that maybe feels a little bit more defensively put forward for them. Again, Necrons, pretty much there. A couple of interesting choices inside the list. But yeah, it's kind of like, it's everything we think a team would be, and then they've just got interesting choices. Whether they're yeah. better, I don't know. Uh, on paper, they maybe aren't in some ways, but then again, they obviously might have their own reasons for them, or and they will, and as all with all the choices, I think they will perform better into certain teams and worse into other teams. Mm. For sure, yeah. Just. So, it you cannot necessarily say and team comp is bad because at this point in the game, I think all each team has like one even say seat three or four team that has a team comp that they just do not want to play because of those yeah. little choices. So I don't think there's necessarily a bad team comp. Maybe there are some, like, in some teams. I, I'm not saying there, there aren't, but you cannot yeah. discredit any of them. Sure, definitely not, no. And when you do your pairings and things, you can never really factor in... You shouldn't really factor in player ability or which team you're playing into. Yeah. You should always play that as the assumption that they are. Because if you look at previous years, Australia didn't do very well. And then they suddenly became one of the best teams there. So if you went into that year going, it's the years that they started doing well again, oh, it's Australia. Who cares? Yeah, and it no, was the no. case also with like US. They weren't good for a few years straight and then they become good. From exactly. Just after one yeah. year, right? So yeah. So like you say, some teams just look awful on your matrix just because they just seem to have all your buggy armies. It's just... It's yeah. yeah. Nothing you can do about it. Cool. Thanks for this one. I don't think we'll make another one because tomorrow I'm flying out. Sure. So uh, thanks for listening to all the episodes about the teams. If you have anything that you would like us to cover during the event itself, because for those unaware, me, Nathan, combined with another stat check, Nathan, so stats that, and two guys from Contact Loss, which is Tomek and Joker, we will be covering the event using like a studio stream where we'll be giving all those insights and analysis like we do here. So if you will have anything that you want us to tackle during the event, please just message us. We will try to answer everything. And also at the event itself, just hop in onto our stream to chat with us. Maybe you will have some questions or insights. You'll be probably following the tournament on BCP or other streams anyway. So we will be the stream that will have experts to actually talk about stuff, not only commentators and a stream game. Yeah. So yeah, come and see you guys there. Thanks for listening and see ya. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.